We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Steelers and Ravens will begin week 18 at 4.30 on Saturday. Following that, Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans win and get in to make the playoffs. Steelers need some help. A win plus a loss from the Jacksonville Jaguars at Tennessee gets the Steelers in, or a Steelers win in a Buffalo loss in Miami does the job. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com right now. Back to Cook and Joe. Pretty cool video out there of Mike Tomlin uh, late in the game the other day when everybody thought they were just going to run the ball, and instead the great Mason Rudolph fires a pass to the great George Pickens. Ron, this was pretty good audio, wasn't it? Two minutes. Let me get my mic on. Two minutes to go. First down at the Seattle 44. You figured they're going to run it three plays in a row. But they didn't, and this was Tomlin on the sideline during the two-minute break. Hey, Sully, I don't want to get conservative, man. They've been pounding that run. Rhythm pass, play to win. Ah, damn it, GP. Just get ready to make another damn play. Get us out of here. Talk to two. We ain't gonna, hey, we ain't going to get conservative and scared. Rhythm pass, play to win. At the two-minute warning, wants to throw it. And he does, and Pickens has it. First down, 30, throwing the ball. Where you probably bet $150,000 that they'd run it. Pickens routinely. That Steelers, a that's great. a Steelers radio network there. Right. That was a great clip from Tomlin, wasn't it? It was great. I loved it. I and I love that, that mentality. It, but well, I did. I loved it. But I, I do they have video from him punting from the Colts 39 earlier this season? <laughs> do they have video of him punting down 35-23 to the Browns? Uh, who cares? From We're the 46 the on fourth and one. Moment. We're living in the moment. I love the video, but let it let it not be indicative of somebody who never lives in their fears. Scared money don't make money, he says. Yeah, I wish he had said that in the Browns playoff game. When they came all the way back, they're within 12. I just looked it up. 14.52 left. It's 35-23. Ben's on fire. It's fourth and one from his own 46. And Tomlin punts. And there's a thing called the the surrender index. And that got a 9.29. And it said that that punt ranked in the 94th percentile of cowardly punts in the 2020 season (laughs) and the 92nd percentile of all punts since 2009. It was one of the most cowardly punts in modern NFL history. It was. So hopefully he he continues to take chances. Maybe it's, maybe it's all Mason run. Maybe it's all Mason. He had faith. Although I love Mason because he's so honest. He was asked about that play after the game, and he, you know what he, he said it was? Hmm. Nerve-wracking. Yeah? He admitted it. Could you imagine Ben saying, they're calling a pass play for me, and I'm going to call it nerve-wracking? He, uh, he goes, it was nerve-wracking. This is a likable Mason he's we've seen. Very now, likeable. he's likable because he's playing well. Right. I get it. Right. But it's also he's also had some good quotes. What did he say a couple weeks ago? He thought he was going to be selling real estate. He said, I, I, I gave thought that I'd be in the realm of commercial real estate. <laughs> 
realm. He, I love and, that. And he, and he said, I didn't know if I'd have a job next year. Yes. I mean, I, he's very candid. Uh, you mentioned the Browns, a little bit of news uh, for your fantasy players out there. Joe Flacco not playing this week against the Bengals. Uh, he's not even going to, I guess, dress, or if he will, be the third guy. Yeah. Jeff Driscoll will start for the Browns. Uh, P.J. Walker will be the uh, – did I say P? Yeah, uh, DTR's on IR. Yeah. Uh, P.J. Walker will be the backup. Makes sense. Why would you play Flacco? You're locked in as the number five seed. It makes perfect sense to me. Man, he can still wing it, Joe Flacco. He looks like the Flacco of the Super Bowl year. Maybe not that good, but I'm. But you know you what know I mean. He, he, he looks physically like that guy. He made some throws in the in the last game that was just it was kind of like Mason's throw the other day that was all arm. Remember the one to Pickens down the field? Yep, yep. Pickett, Pickett doesn't make that he throw. He stood in there in amid the chaos, and then and then he didn't have a chance to move up in the pocket because there was so much pressure, so he just flicked it, Ron. He flicked it. Do you know what his stats were in the Super Bowl year mm, when they won? Twelve, eleven. And zero. And zero, yeah. He and Montana. Montana did that once, too. Yeah. 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. That's about as good as it gets, isn't it? Let me ask you this, Ron, while we're on the topic. And City Limits could weigh in on this. Our friend Austin. If Joe Flacco has a second chapter where he leads the Cleveland blanking Browns to a Super Bowl win, is he a Hall of Famer? I would say yes. Two, so would I. Two Super Bowl wins. Yep. I would say anybody who leads the Cleveland Browns to a Super Bowl win <laughs> would their, automatically. And, all, and first, there should be a, a statue built of them outside of Cleveland Stadium. And outside of Canton, Ohio. But honestly, I would say yes to that question. Me too. Yes. Me too. That makes him Eli Manning in a way, doesn't it? Two Super Bowl wins. Yes. Two Super Bowl wins. And more difficult because it's the Cleveland Browns. Because it's the Cleveland Browns. I don't know why I say more difficult, though. Eli beat an undefeated team to win his Super Bowl. But it's the the Cleveland Cleveland Browns. Undefeated. They ruined the greatest season in NFL history. But it's the Cleveland Browns. This would be like somebody leading the Detroit Lions to a Super Bowl. And that could be. They could get there this year, too. Maybe Jared Goff should have a statue. Just make sure they report as eligible, Ron. <laughs> He's got 245 touchdowns. He's got 43,000 yards, a 103-82 and 82 record, and— um, What's his passer rating for his career? For his career is 84-2. A little lower than I thought. What's yeah, his play? But, What's his postseason? But that's old. He he's more of an old school guy. Those yeah. old school guys, their passer rating stinks. What's, Marino's passer rating right. stinks. What's his uh, postseason record? I'm glad you asked, Ron, because I have that right in front of me. Ten and five. That's not bad. And if he wins the Super Bowl, that'd be one, two, three. That'd be fourteen and five. That would be fourteen. I think he would be actually a very good candidate. I do too. And he's got 25 touchdowns and 10 interceptions in the playoffs. 25 that one, to 10. But my correct 11 and 0 the one year. Yeah, but he had other years where four and one, three and one. His first couple of years, it was a young kid going against like historically great defenses. Here now, you do know, and I know you know the answer to this. I'll bet our young man behind the glass. Doesn't. City limits. City limits. What Joe Flacco was famous for in Pittsburgh? Didn't he commit to Pitt at one point? Uh, he was on the team at Pitt. Yeah. And got beat out by who? You don't know that. I do not. 
Mr. Tyler Palco. And who else? Uh, I don't know. I thought Tyler played, and then he transferred to Delaware, Flacco, right? He did, but there was another quarterback I got a great Flacco story, by the way. Um, go ahead. Who was that? Luke Getze? Yes, sir. I believe now so. Now coach with the Bears. What's your Joe Flacco story? This is honest to God. When they were went to the Super Bowl, the year he had 11-0, and 0, I called up his dad about what happened at Pitt, you know, and his dad was great. And I wrote the story, and then Flacco, like at his first Super Bowl press conference, said, "My dad is not on is not allowed to talk for me anymore. He shut <laughs> his he shut his old man down because his dad was great about how they thought this, thought that, Wanstead this, Palco that. I can't remember the details, but he shut his dad down. <laughs> that is hilarious. It's a great story. I like Joe Flacco. I I, I remember going to uh, Westminster." where they would have their training camps and talking to him his rookie year about the whole pit thing. We have called, an even a better story. I called him up a couple of years yeah. ago. I think he might've been either out of the game or somebody's backup. No, he was in the league. And he called me back. Uh, and my storyline was the anniversary of some sort of Troy's touchdown against, against him, him in the AFC title game. How many guys you think would call you back for that? That was I, pretty I told impressive. Him, I, I told him right off the top, I said, Joe, I appreciate this, and I'll t- I'll, I'm not going to try to trick you. I, I'm doing a, a, a story on Troy's touchdown. Well, you didn't tell him why you wanted him. You just said, call me. I'm Joe Starkey. I can't remember who I went. Who was he with? I don't Probably know. Was with the, the Jets. Jets. I just yeah. said, yeah, have him call me. I'm doing a piece. I want to talk to him. But I told him right off the top. He laughed and said, all right. And for those. And he was great, right, talking about it. He was fantastic. And it was the greatest moment in Heinz Field history. I would agree with that. That's what it was, Ron. I would agree with that 100%. And it can was. I still feel that place was rocking, shaking. It was so loud as Troy ran that back. Tremendous. Tremendous. And I talked to Dick LeBeau about that. And here's what Flacco said about that. He said James Harrison was crashing into his plant leg just as he released the ball. He said, I was young, and I probably kept my eyes on the corner stop. That was Derek Mason's route. Too long. I was staring at him a, a split second too long, and I think Troy just read my eyes. When the ball was halfway there, I was like, Uh-oh. oh, geez, here we go. <laughs> I remember I was the last guy back, too, and he just hopped around me like I was nothing. Oh. Which is great because you get a guy on a, for a, a story like that, he could easily be a jerk, understandably. Right. Or yeah, say, why, no, why I really don't want. are you calling me yeah. to talk about that for? Right. Talk to Troy. Why do you need me? Incredible. Incrinculent, actually. You could say incrinculent. Yeah. Troy said, and this was on NFL Network, I might add, on America's Game, there may have been a split second where it was like, oh, my gosh, I have the ball in my hands. What do I do? And then – as he crossed the goal line, you remember him lifting the ball up, Ron, right. as if it were a gift to the football gods. He pointed up to his new son, newborn son, and waved at him. He said, that was the first thing that crossed my mind was to point up at him and wave at him like, look, son. So it was pretty cool. Wow. What a great moment. And I asked Flacco to compare Ed Reed to Palomalo, even though they were um, different styles, different positions, really, free safety, strong safety. And I said, was there anybody like Troy? And Flacco said, no. It would be tough to compare somebody to him. 
Remember when B.A. got in trouble by saying that he thought Ed Reed was better yeah. than Troy? Yeah. When B.A. was on the Steelers' staff. By the way, Troy made another great play in that game where he leapt over the line, leaped over the line on a quarterback sneak and stopped Flacco in that game. That's a top 10 Troy moment. Just, he was just a spectacular player. I, I still can't get over Flacco calling you back, though. So he's one of my favorites for that, for, for many things. And he's just, I always, he always struck me as a humble guy uh, and, a, and a good player. Well, now good things are really happening to him. And, I, you know, I know people in this town don't want to see the Browns win, but I would have no problem if they, if he, if they go on a run with Flacco. Me neither. But, man, it's it would be interesting. considered sacrilegious in this town to say that, though. Eh. That's Tough okay. Beans. Yeah, that's okay. Tough beans. Everybody will live. I actually think some people would have a soft spot if the Browns got to the Super Bowl and say, come yeah. on, Cleveland. I always I say this. They're just like us you and are, we're just like you. you uh, I can't even believe you said that because I said it last week when you were off. I have no feel for the Browns organization. The Browns is the Browns. They stink. They've stunk. They've mismanaged everything, including Deshaun Watson. But the fans there are no different than Steeler fans. I say that. They look in the mirror. They see each other. Passionate, knowledgeable, loyal. The only difference is Steeler fans have been rewarded and Browns fans haven't. Right. I mean, again, I have no sympathy at all for the organization, but I do for the fans. Plus, they lost their team. One, One day they wake up and their team's in Baltimore. Mike Vrabel has addressed his future, Ron. Says, of course I want to be here. I mean, every little nugget I can get on this Raven, on this uh, Titans game, I, I want to get. Did he say anything about the quarterbacks? And you should, too, if you're out there. Because uh, this is the game, I think, that's going to get the Steelers into the playoffs. Let me see here. Did he say anything about the quarterbacks? Uh, we want to finish the season strong, finish with class, and get a huge win. I like where Harold Landry is at. Come on, Jim, where's the quarterbacks? Doesn't anticipate Levis practicing on Wednesday. That's today. Starts the news conference with a smile and an apology to Gentry Estes for his colorful language on Tuesday. Let's get back to that city limits. Can we hear Mike Rabel again from yesterday? Uh, the columnist. What, what did you cut out? Did he have a, even worse words? Uh... Yes, he did. Okay. He spiced up some, colorful. something. Why didn't you just beep that out, city limits? I'm not blaming you. I'm just curious. I thought it would just be easier. Don't want to take a chance. I'm with you. Yeah, Yeah, he's young and he's young and not foolish, Ron. He's very smart. City limits. Do you agree? I agree. So, for for context, Vrabel said this this was a game you want to win for a lot of reasons. So it's very reasonable as a reporter to then ask, hmm, well, what are some of those reasons, Mike? Other than just you always want to win a game, and he really didn't answer that. In fact, he came back at Gentry Estes. With uh, with some pointed remarks. Let's go, City Limits. Um, because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Trey, uh, you ever need to say anything? Uh, Did you have know? another thought or no? I'm just curious. <laughs> Why? Well, it it sucks. The way he Losing. zaps that one, Ron. Did awesome. you have another thought? Yeah, because right. Because Gentry... And let's face it, some of this is about Gentry's name, which I love the name Gentry. Poor I don't Gentry. know what the, what the inspiration was, but the fact that he's named Gentry plays into this, Ron, does it not? It does. I love that. Do you have another thought? So Gentry wanted to know, you know, Mike, what are, 
there's more than one. Re- what are some of there's a lot of reasons why you want to win the game. Let's talk about some of those reasons. And so I love the beginning here. And then you're going to hear another reporter pipe in with a question. If you saw the video, as the next reporter's asking a question, Vrabel's, uh, you know, the the inner workings are rolling there. And then he turns back and says, got another thought. <laughs> yeah. have another thought. Let's do this again, City Limits. Um, because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Uh, Trey, you ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. <laughs> Why? Well, it it sucks. Losing. Awful. That's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. Man, I Bill love Cowher that. could never find a place for him on the field. It didn't work out for him. No. Went to New England and won Super Bowls, right? Belichick sure did, huh? <laughs> God bless you, Ron. Thank you. I was just going to say God bless me. Well, why would I let you do it when I could I do know. it? It's incumbent well, upon me. As but the... sometimes you forget. I know, you especially do. in that circumstance. Uh, so a couple of these guys will be healthy. And Vrabel, it's interesting to me. Do you think it would provide more motivation and be better as I search for every little nugget and every little nook and cranny for him to be on his way out or for him to be on his way back here for for them to win this game, Ron? Oh, Which I know, would you prefer? All I know is the guy you did the big build up we had on from Tennessee and you predicted a major Tennessee win. And he goes, well, let me start by saying I don't see it. It was beautiful. It was great. But. You have to remember, I'm the guy who said and wrote, who said and wrote that against all odds, the Jacksonville Jaguars of two years ago were going to go into Indy and upset the Colts and get the Steelers in the playoffs. And by golly, by golly, what's the song? By golly, by golly, whatever it is. Do people still say by golly, Ron? Uh, by golly, gee whiz, I don't know. I don't think. Have you ever heard that term? I have. Yes, I don't yeah. say it or know anybody yeah. who does, but by- I've heard it. <laughs> By golly, it happened, Ron. I was right that year, and I'm right again. And I want this marked down. I want you to take this as if you're a stenographer in a courtroom, city limits. Are you ready? I'm ready. The Tennessee Titans, this is a statement. The Tennessee Titans are going to be highly motivated for this game. Could be the end of an era for a lot of those guys. But it's definitely a hated opponent, and I guarantee you an opponent they think is arrogant, starting with Doug Peterson, that they would love to crush them and ruin their season. And I respect Mike Vrabel, and those words I just heard from Mike Vrabel have me knowing he's going to have his team ready to play, and his team is capable. They easily could have won here. They won in Miami two weeks before Christmas, put up 28 points. Jacksonville's broken. They stink. Trevor Lawrence is the most disappointing player in the whole league. Derrick Henry is going to be highly motivated in what I think will be his final game. From what I've seen, he's very capable of having a big game. He's going to go for a buck 50 plus, and they're going to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 27 to 7. Did you get all that? I got it. Ron, we're going to play that Monday. What happens if uh, Jacksonville wins? then we won't play it Monday. (laughs) We'll forget it ever happened, right?
but we both think the Steelers are going to the playoffs. No, we don't. I don't think they're going to get you the You said help. yesterday the Steelers are going to win and Miami's going to win. That puts the Steelers in the playoffs, Ron. Yeah, but I'm not I, – I don't know about Miami. I mean – Okay, then I don't pick know, Buffalo. I don't, I don't know about Jacksonville. Forget about them. You said the Steelers no. will win and Miami will win. That's a playoff spot. Oh, city limits. You're what right. is going on you're here? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Miami is just such a different team at home. Then I want you to pick Buffalo. My, that's my only thought. Well, we'll have our picks on Friday. I feel horrible because obviously I'm going to want the Bills to win if that's the situation. And I have a lot of friends here who are Steeler fans, and we're going to be at odds. Well, on you'll be, but it'll be in your mind. It'll be over by four o'clock. It you don't will. have to wait for the night game, so you can root for Buffalo. Boy, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Steelers win over by then, Steelers and then we win. would have Steelers in Buffalo. Maybe Steelers win. Yeah, it, it, right now uh, Miami is the second seed, I believe. But Buffalo, if they win the division, I don't know how that they would because they beat Kansas City. Then they'd finish second, and yeah. the Steelers would play there. They're going to Buffalo. Run. Should can, we? Would you mind we, doing a show with me up there? Can, hell no. Can I stay with Bink and Heavy? I'm serious. Could we do? If I said we could do a Friday show there, would would you do it? We got to find out when the game is too. It might be Saturday. Even better. Even better. Uh, hey, I would love to. All right. I would love to. We'll go out for chicken wings. City limits. Would you like to produce the show? I would. Yes. It's not really my position to put you there, but I vouch for you. I like to hear it. Ron and I will go to the Anchor Bar. We'll do a show, Steelers Bills preview show on a Friday. What if the game's on Monday Night Football? Well, that complicates things. There is things. some things, yeah. And then we would do the show where Monday. Where am I going to stay? How about a, about a pregame where show? Where am I going to stay? Ron, I will I will take care of your lodging okay. if you do a show with me there. I would gladly do that. Would right. we go up the night before? Yeah, or the day of. We could yeah, have the me. night before would be smart. I mean, I don't care yes. if we leave at 6 in the morning. I don't mind sure. that Sure. No, anyway. no, no. We go up the night before. We have our dinner the night before. Enjoy ourselves. Your lodging will be taken care of. We'll do the show and drive home. I'm going to pass that by our boss if you say All yes. Right. I, I will we'll work on the logistics because I, I don't know that I would come home. I might just stay there because I'd have That's to come right. back. That's right. That's exactly game. right. So Limits, are you up for this? I'm up for it. And this is exactly what I think will happen. No, it's not. I think Miami's going to win. I think it's more likely that Buffalo wins and Jacksonville loses than it is the other way around. After listening to that guy, you have Jacksonville Losing. That guy doesn't know what he's talking don't about. don't think Tennessee's that good. <laughs> Tennessee's not that good. Have you seen did Jacksonville you, did you lately? What, did you hear what he said about the Tennessee offensive line? Yes. 19 sacks in three games. Let me read you some They've stats. Given it now up. you've challenged me. Now you've challenged Game me. Game on here. Let's go over Jacksonville's offensive line. The guys that got Trevor Lawrence mangled. Shall we? Hold on a second here. As opposed to the guys that got Beavis and Butthead <laughs> mangled. I think, well, he's not practicing today, Will Levis. All right, let's count up some sacks, shall we? Trevor Lawrence in the top 10 most sacked quarterbacks in the league at 35 sacks, Ron. Okay. I'm sorry to report. Tannehill was sacked 30 times in five less games. And he didn't even play in some of the games. He so count the Levis sacks in there, too. Where does Tennessee rank in terms of sacks? Way up there. They do. But, he, but oh, the, my God. Levis was sacked 28 times. They've been sacked 58 times. That's what I'm saying. And 19 in the past three games. I know. But Lawrence has been sacked 35 times. And the other stiff, what's his name? 
Beathard, how many times was he sacked? He stinks too. Let's not make it. Listen, did I go overboard at 27 to 7? Maybe a little bit. A little bit. I don't think so, but maybe. Let me read you what Jacksonville's done lately. Forget about David Tepper spilling drinks they on their fans. They lost four in a row before winning in Carolina. They lost to Tampa Bay 30-12 to 12 the day before Christmas. So I don't want to hear about them. They stink. They got eaten alive by Baker Mayfield. They got eaten alive by Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Their leading rusher that day was Trevor Lawrence. And he threw two picks and he got sacked three, to- three times. They stink, Ron. And they're in the middle of an epic meltdown. They drafted Trayvon Walker instead of Aiden Hutchinson at the top of the draft. Yeah, I know. So they were what eight, seven, and three, and now they're eight and seven. The only thing that has interrupted an epic free fall. Carolina, for them. the worst team in football. I agree with every syllable Ron just uttered. It's all because they disrespected the terrible towel at the end of the Steeler game. Did they do that this year? Yeah, remember that? Oh my God. Now, this is a reverse terrible towel curse it because the, 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 the Titans once did that yeah. with Lendale White. So what the Jags have done, Ron, is undo the Lendale White curse and bring it upon themselves. Who did it? Apparently. It was one of their defenders. I'd have to look it up. Please look it up, uh, City uh, Limits. Now, now, let me ask this in all seriousness. Yeah. Does, do you guys really believe I do. in the curse of the terrible towel? I don't believe in it for one second. Yeah, year, I, kind of, I kind of believe in it. I yes. definitely believe I in it. I do not believe in it. The year the Titans did it, they were the top second. seed and lost to the Ravens. How about the other team maybe being better than them that have nothing to do the with the year the Bengals did it? They were the top seed and Carson Palmer got hurt on by Kimo the year Ron the Jaguars did it. They are what? What's their record since then, Nini? Well, they limits. Were, they were seven and three. Now they're eight and seven. They were six and two after the Steelers game. What do they now run? They, they're three and, and five. five since then. Two they lost the next week to San Fran. They've never been the same. I don't believe in the curse of the terrible towel. Did you find it yet, Limits? Yeah, there was uh, the safety 42 wingard who took a towel out of the stands, grabbed it, and started twirling it with the football in his hands. That's even worse, Ron. Well, was it uh, Hushman Zada, right? Wiped yeah. his shoes with it, yeah. right? I TJ, love this. Hushman I feel Zada. more confident about this than I felt about anything in a long time. Everybody laughed at me when I picked the Jaguars two years ago to win, and they won. They upset do you, Cleveland. Do you feel better about the Jags losing or the Steelers winning? I'm getting very confused on all the scenarios, even what you just said. Do I feel better about the Jags losing than the Steelers winning? Yes. I, I'm emphatic that the Titans are going to hammer the Jaguars in all series. And you don't know about the Steelers and Ravens. I don't trust. The, of course, I don't trust the Steelers. I don't trust the Mason Rudolph story. I trust nothing. I watched them lose to Ryan Mallett one year with the playoffs on the line. Sexy Rexy saved him the next week. I watched them lose to late stage RG3 one year and get hammered with the playoffs on the line. So, no, I don't trust them. I also don't think the Ravens are going to play Lamar. Do you think so? I, I tend to think not, but after listening to Harbaugh saying, man, we remember 2019, I have my doubts. I, I just don't think it's an easy call. Do you think he'll play the whole game? I, I can't imagine that. Well, there you go. I can't imagine. So the Steelers are at a okay, so monstrous now, advantage that, now in this game. By your, say even they lose, though, 
The Steelers? Yes. Yeah. And you have Jacksonville losing, which is one of the two things that has to happen. Yes. So then it'll come down to the 425 game. Right. Denver versus the Raiders, and Denver has to win that game. You know, it's Jarrett Stidham against Aiden O'Connell, if that's his name. Is it O'Donnell or O'Connell? I don't know what the hell his name is. The last Stidham I knew was Glenn Stidham in Buffalo. And the last time I saw him, (laughs) he was like a seven-foot kid who didn't want to play basketball, even though everybody wanted him to. The last time I saw him, he was on the side of the street picking berries off a bush 40 years ago. Oh, my goodness. It's beside the point, Ron. I hear you. But I don't – who knows? Obviously, listen, if you told me, City Limits, that the, that, that, that the only thing I needed to get into the NFL playoffs was for Aiden O'Connell to lose, I'd be feeling pretty happy, I even if too. Stidham was the other guy. Ron, we have to go. Look at – that was a long segment. That was a long segment. Fan Twitter. Did I already do fan Twitter? No. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.com. The text line, of course, brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. You can listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Chance to win a Najee Harris card today, an autographed Najee card today. And, of course, the fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates. A personal in – wait, I just said that. Uh, I'll say it again coming up. Ron? Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Uh, you've heard me say it for years now. It's Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. I have such great uh, respect for what Bob Beal has built, the plumbing company empire with Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Going on 21 years in this market, over 50 trucks out on the road every single day. Uh, they came to me a little while ago and said, Ron, we'd like you to be a part of a promotion. I said, sure, Bob, what do you want? He goes, you tell people when they have any kind of a plumbing problem, something simple or something major, to call 412-ROOTER2, 412-ROOTER2, and when they do, ask for the Ron Cook special, and we'll give them 10% off of what is already going to be a reasonably priced bill. Uh, Bill, Bill, and I said, Bob, uh, I would love to be a part of that. So I'm telling you, you have any kind of a plumbing problem, you call Mr. Rooter Plumbing, 412-Rooter2, 412-Rooter2. Mention the Ron Cook special. They'll give you 10% off of the bill. 20-plus years in this market, getting bigger, better every single day. I can't recommend them enough. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Jeff Driscoll will start for the Browns. Joe Flacco will rest in Week 18. No Patrick Mahomes. Blaine Grabert will start for the Chiefs. No word yet on who will start for the Ravens. And if the Ravens will set starters, it's Steelers-Ravens 430 on Saturday. Headlines, Papa Bowser, Chevy, Bowser, and Genesis Monroeville, which is now open. For more, go to 937thefam.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. What's cooking 
Brought to you by your local Geico rep, Tim Hester. Thank you, Mr. Hester. Very kindly, and brought to you by Mr. Reuter. Call 412-REUTER2. Thank you, Mr. Reuter. I double Ron sentiments. Ron, Trevor Lawrence says the shoulder is, quote, getting better every day. Will do some throwing today. Hasn't done much at all, it says here, since the injury on Christmas Eve. Christian Kirk, who's been very good for them, but he's missed the last four games with groin surgery, is a possibility this week. They, Only a possibility. They acted, started the 21-day clock on him today. I can't wait till the Titans win that game 27 But no word on, on Beavis and Levis and Butthead or Tannehill, huh, from Tennessee. I thought that I they said Levis wouldn't oh, practice. Oh, you did, today. you did, but yeah. it, you did say that. But it's still up in the air, right? Yeah, it doesn't look like he's going to practice today. So you did say that. That uh, I I think either either guy. I'm going twenty seven seven. Fan weather: Sun Chevy twenty three Silverados fifteen hundreds. Good enough to play golf. The weather, very much so. 23 Silverado 1500s up to $7,500 in rebates. SunChevy.com. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. This show would not have been possible without the stellar contributions of our friend Austin City Limits. Ron, why don't we give him a little hand? Why don't you join me in that? Uh, thank you. Thank I don't, you very much. I don't want to build him up too much, though, because he got another one to do tomorrow with us, correct? That's right. You, you were great you today. You don't I... want to ride on your laurels here. Don't sit Rest on my high on horse too much. Right. I thought he threw a perfect game. Did he have a mistake? Uh, I don't think so. He was a little late on one of the uh, can openings early yeah, in the show. That's, that's the, the only biggest, thing. Yeah. biggest problem. I think we have him tomorrow and then back with uh, Sean Don't Call Me Seth Myers on Friday. I believe right? Another right. highly qualified professional. That's right. I like Sean. Good broadcaster. He does a lot of play-by-play. Yeah, he's very good. Ron, do you find yourself curious about Austin City Limits at all? His background, where he grew no, up, not family? Not the least little bit. <laughs> where are you from, City Limits? I'm from Baldwin. Yeah? So literally from the City Limits. Well, right outside of it. Yeah, that would be the City Limits. Right, yes. Did you so play baseball there? I did not, no. Football? No. Basketball? No. Hockey? No. Fencing? <laughs> no fencing. What did you play? Volleyball. Ah. I played basketball and ran cross country in grade school before getting to high school. Where do you live now? Still in Baldwin. With your with your folks? I just graduated college, yes. It's a, it's a hard world out there. Save some money, no. That doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Yeah, do what you need to do. Save some money. Ron will be your greatest supporter. That's right. Moving yeah. forward. Your athletic supporter, if you will. You think so? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, City Ron. What do you have planned for tonight, Ron? Uh, Probably what I usually do. Beer? And... Have, have a beer. I got to do some laundry. I'm desperate need of laundry. I'm getting very desperate. Yeah. Um, not That's th- what I did last night. Uh, I need it. I, I'm, I'm about out. I'm um, getting very curious about your trip to Baltimore with your fellow Post-Gazette uh, colleagues, perhaps in a snowstorm. Oh, my God. I don't want to be trapped in a bunker with Batco by any stretch. Man, if this is going to be a snow game, this just adds to it. What, we, more, what a weekend this Sunday is going to be. More Sunday than Saturday, maybe. So maybe there'll be some snow games elsewhere. I on hope the East so. Coast, but, I uh, hope so. Tomorrow, before we go, we got the main man, Chris Hoke, coming in. He's got to be beaming about Mason We're just going to open the mics and let him gloat. He, uh, Forget about Chris Hoke. It's going to be Chris Gloat. We got Chris Hoke tomorrow. Maybe a few other surprises that we come up with. But 
Chris will definitely be with us for the entire hour. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Austin. Joe, you guys have a great evening. And how about tomorrow, 10 a.m.? Be there, be square. Let's do it. Not to do it, it, but to do it. Meanwhile, the NFL regular season is wrapping up. There's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. You're going to have to figure out who's in and who's out, right? You want a team like Baltimore with the spread. It all depends on Lamar, yes? So maybe stay away from those kinds of situations and go with people you know are in desperate situations. I don't know. I think of Evan Ingram, the tight end from Jacksonville. I don't know why, but his team needs to win. So go over with him. Same game parlays, fine bets in the new Explore tab. Visit FanDuel.com slash Starkey and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL, 21-plus present in Pennsylvania, first online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required, bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Penguins gave up the first four goals of the game to the Washington Capitals. Stormed back with three of their own, but not able to defeat Washington by one at PPG Paints Arena. Pitt basketball also lost yesterday to number eight North Carolina, 70-57. to Pitt starts the ACC schedule 0-3. Headlines powered by Bowser of Genesis and Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.